What's going on, everybody? It is the Podcast King. That's right, not Prince, King, Wade Olson. And welcome to a brand new, or should I say, the first episode of the most lavish podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the most lavish podcast. It's the first episode. You're listening to it right now, exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, where we like to hashtag make it pop. And I just wanted to come on here and talk about a few cool things that have been going on. I'll talk about some news. I'll talk about what's going on in the comic book world, what's going on in the comic book movie world, what's going on in just geek culture in general. But um, let's start off a little bit with some news that recently popped up. And uh, I want to talk about it because it's just very interesting to me how people are acting towards it. And I'm just like, what's the big deal? It doesn't matter. As long as the movies are good, the quality is good, and what we're getting is good. I have no complaints. So it was revealed a few days ago that after the Flash movie, which doesn't come out till later this year, uh, that we will have a brand new Justice League. There were some alleged leaks over the week, week, past two weeks, actually, that stated that um whole new team all it'll be a completely different change as my uh lovely puppy box in the background she is not very happy about this i told her i was like it's okay it's all right the justice league is going to be fine but seriously we will have aquaman shazam michael keaton's batman black canary the flash wonder woman Hawkman, who we will see later in the Black Adam movie, Supergirl, who is in the Flash movie, and Batgirl, who has her own solo film, which will be coming out on HBO Max, I believe, the end of 2022? So, yeah, the whole whole thing is going to change, and the only reason that Batgirl and Supergirl will be there is because they're Batman which is Ben Affleck's Batman and Henry Cavill's Superman will not be around for this new era of the league. Uh, People are very upset about this. They feel like it is a slap in Zack Snyder's face. Uh, Listen, I've come to terms with it. I've accepted it. Zack Snyder got to put out his version of the Justice League, and that is okay. That is fine. That is cool. I love the movie personally. It's one of my favorite movies of 2021. I even stayed up late at 3 o'clock in the morning to watch it. (laughs) Shout out to my wife because she was like, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I whatever. Just enjoy the movie. She's like, I'm going to bed. And I literally stayed there from 3 o'clock in the morning till 7 in the morning, I believe. Yeah, it's a four-hour movie. 7 in the morning. And finished it. And it is by far one of my favorite movies ever. Um, But I digress. Talking about this and everyone being in such an uproar, it's okay. It's fine. It's cool. Let's see the process before we jump the gun here. And when it comes down to Flashpoint, Flashpoint, which is what the Flash movie is going to be based off of, changes a lot of events. Things aren't the same. And... Excuse me. For my comic book heads, Flashpoint brought about the new 52. 
the only good thing to come out of that was Batman. Sorry, cringe moment in my head. Um, yeah, but that brings about change. It brings about new establishment of characters. And I know people are upset that Batman and Superman are not around. But who's to say they aren't around? We have a Batman, so technically we're not off. We still have a Michael Keaton Batman. It may not be Ben Affleck, but it's a Batman. Um, from what the rumors are saying, Michael Keaton kills Ben Affleck's Batman in the movie somehow, which I wouldn't put it past him because Batman 89, which is Michael Keaton's Batman, has killed a ton of people <laughs> between these two movies. So whatever. It is what it is. Um, honestly, hyped for it. Can't wait to see what happens with this new Justice League, if that's the case. We don't know yet. We're just going off of rumors and speculation. It is what it is. Can't wait for that movie. Hyped for it. But moving on, there is a huge rumor circulating. Again, these are rumors and speculation, guys. Rumors and speculation, so bear with me. Haley Steinfeld is going to be very, very busy within the Marvel Cinematic Universe after having one of the best debuts within the Marvel Disney TV shows, Haley Steinfeld is going to be in not one, but two Marvel projects. Rumor is she will be appearing in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and Captain America 4. I believe this is to kickstart the Young Avengers. I have high hopes for this. I love it. I would love to see the Young Avengers come about. Um, I don't know much about them. I've read like little stories here and there when I wanted to read about Kate Bishop doing something in a story arc. So uh, shout out to Marvel Unlimited. And I'm very intrigued. And we got little dibs and dabs of who the Young Avengers are going to be if you go through all the Marvel Cinematic shows. Um, there was Wanda's Kids from Division, We have, um, I forget his name, Jeremiah's grandson. He's going to be a young Avenger. He turned, he takes Patriot, I believe. Then we have Loki could be, uh, cause Kang has different variations and one of the Kangs actually does join the young Avengers. So he could be there and become iron lad. So there's that. And then we have, Hawkeye with Kate Bishop. So there's a majority of your team right there. I believe that's all the team so far. Um, Kate Bishop is going to be dope. I can't wait to see her, man. It's going to be fun. Just hyped for Haley Steinfeld. And to even continue off of that, there's another big rumor concerning her and Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova. They're saying that they're going to make a buddy cop movie somewhat for Black Widow 2. And it's going to be Yelena and Kate going up against the other or remaining Black Widows that are still out there. Sign me up. Sign me up a thousand times. Can't wait for it. Dope. Hmm. Is that all the news going on? I believe that's all the news we have today. Oh, Morbius got pushed back. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Morbius got pushed back again, guys. That sucks. 
Uh, Morbius has officially been pushed back to uh, April 1st. So it was originally supposed to come out, I think, in February. That movie's had more pushbacks than, than LeBron's hairline. I can make terrible jokes. So I'm not going to do it. Um, Morbius got pushed back again. So it'll be coming out April 1st. It is what it is. We'll see if it gets delayed again. And it sucks because I really wanted to see it because it's Michael Keaton's in it. So that's pretty cool. Michael Keaton uh, played the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming, and he's somehow in the movie. So maybe this is a little bit of a pull from what happened in No Way Home. I'm going to go into spoiler territory with that later in my 2021-2022 thoughts about everything. But yeah, he's in the movie, so sucks. We have to wait a little longer, but it is what it is there. Can't wait to see that. And I think that's all the news I got for today. Yeah, that's definitely all the news I got for today. But it's time to move on. It's time to talk about the main event, the big part of the show. 2021-2022 thoughts on everything that went on. And what's soon to come. 2021 was a very interesting year for me when it came to comic books and comic book movies and geek culture and all of those things. Um, We got some amazing movies in the process. We got Justice League. We got Zack Snyder's Justice League. We got Suicide, The Suicide Squad. We got a ton of Marvel shows and I believe one, two, like three, no, four Marvel movies. Four Marvel movies in one year, which I miss those days, and I'm glad that they're back now. And a ton of amazing content throughout the comic book universe. But let's get into it a little bit. So one of the first movies I want to talk about that I really, really liked was, no surprise to anyone, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep, it's an amazing movie. Uncanny how great the story was. And I'm going to get into spoilers here. I'm not going to go too detailed. So if you haven't seen the movie, guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to say and spill a few things. But if you'd like to hear my full thoughts on a review of Spider-Man No Way Home, check out the Good Brothers at the Silver Sight Network, which I am also a part of. Yes. Uh, Brother Wade is booked and busy. And the good brother RJ and I gave our review of Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoiler heavy, spoiler heavy, spoiler heavy. If you have not checked it out, go check it out on all podcast streaming platforms, the Silver Sight Network. Spider-Man No Way Home was an amazing movie for me. It defined what Peter Parker Spider-Man should have been when he came to the MCU. Uh, One of my biggest gripes with Tom Holland's Spider-Man portrayal was, as much as I liked him, they made him seem like he was a dumb kid. Like he was just a stupid kid that didn't know anything. And that's far from the case. Peter's been an intelligent individual since he was a kid. He is one of the smartest in the Marvel Universe. I think he's like maybe like eight or nine on the list, but he's he's pretty up there. He's pretty intelligent. And um, it... It's like they made him too reliant on the other Avengers. Like he needed help from Iron Man in Iron in Homecoming. 
He needed help from Nick Fury in No Way Home. Far from home. Jeez. Home movies. Uh, when it came to No Way Home, yeah, Doctor Strange was there and he played somewhat of a part, but it wasn't that big or that huge. He wasn't in there a lot as the other characters were. He popped up when he needed to be. It was just enough Doc Strange. Just enough. And it's just one of the best movies out that came out in 2021. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Tobey Maguire's in there. Andrew Garfield's in there. Yes, I'm spoiling it, guys. We get the three Spider-Mans in one movie. And shout out to Andrew Garfield, who's getting a ton of love now. He is the best Spider-Man. Just saying. Um, Spider-Man, not Peter Parker. Spider-Man. And we got to see him. We got to see Tobey Maguire put on the uh, Spider-Man outfits one more time to help out Tom Holland. So you have to remember who's who now. And um, it was just an amazing movie, man. It's just so good. So good. I could talk about that movie for hours. My wife would kill me talking about it for hours because she's like, Basically, when I talk about anything MCU or anything comic book, it's Marvel, 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 Marvel. If you don't get the reference I'm making, there's an SNL sketch on YouTube called uh, Guy Park or Bro Park. Just just, just go look at it. <laughs> yep. And I was <laughs> very offended <laughs> by it. But um, moving on. Another cool movie that I really enjoyed, and you heard me spiel about it earlier, was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League, barring everybody's controversial thoughts about it, barring what the studios did and how they butchered Zack Snyder's movie and Joss Whedon crapped the bed with it and ruined it, it's basically, honestly, hmm. In my opinion, the best DCEU movie we've had. And I love Batman versus Superman. And I loved Wonder Woman. But to finally get what we should have gotten is just a breath of fresh air. I am so happy we got this movie. I'm so happy Zack Snyder's creation finally came to light. We all got to see it. We all got to view it, enjoy it from our homes, mind you, for four hours. And we saw what we should have seen. There were great action scenes. There was great dialogue. There wasn't There wasn't a moment where I was like, this is corny or this is cheesy. This is taking too long. Why is this happening? Uh, they didn't demean Wonder Woman as a character. Yeah, looking at you, Joss Whedon, you piece of shit. Sorry, guys. I went a little off the rails there. Um, the characters were fully respected in this movie. And we got to see more details of Cyborg, who was told from the rip that he had a very big part to play in the movie, and he did. So shout out to Ray Fisher for his Cyborg portrayal. One of my favorite comic book movie performances that very it's very under the radar for a lot of people. Um... Then we have the Suicide Squad movie, which, again, 
another great DCEU movie. I loved every single moment of it. It is a popcorn movie. It is a <laughs> bloodbath. There is a lot of violence, a lot of comedy. Overall, just a great movie. Margot Robbie does it again. And she's not even in the movie that much. She's maybe in the movie for like 21 minutes in total. But she's great in it. Idris Elba is dope as Bloodsport. Ratcatcher is one of my favorite characters due to my wife now. <laughs> and um, John Cena. John Cena played Peacemaker. And he is so, yo, he was great in that movie. John Cena was dope. Period. Which is what is I'm excited for for 2022, which we'll get them down to in a little bit. Peacemakers uh, TV series, which is coming actually next week. It starts next week. So Peacemaker will be dropping next week on HBO Max. Um, but moving on. There are two movies that came out in 2021 that I did not see. But I am waiting until both of them are on Disney+. Plus. I know Shang-Chi is. But The Eternals is coming soon. So I want to watch both movies at home and give my full thoughts and see if I enjoy them or not. I've talked to everybody within the fourth wall and a lot of my comic book geek nerd friends, and they've all said, eh, Shang-Chi is great. It's not No Way Home, but it's great. And Eternals is a mixed bag. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. So I'll check it out see what I think. Um, and I'll give you guys maybe a review about it in the next few weeks or so. I'm trying to think if there are other movies that came out. Oh, Black Widow. Black Widow was great. <laughs> Black Widow was amazing. Love that movie. Love that Yelena was the main focus. Yes. She stole that movie. That wasn't Natasha's movie. It was Yelena's movie. Yelena stole that movie from beginning to end whenever she was on screen. Period. If you haven't seen that movie, go check it out. It's available on Disney+. Plus. The Marvel shows we got in 2021, we had WandaVision, which, again, solid show. Had you thinking all the time what was going to happen with Wanda, what she was doing, what the consequences of her actions were going to be. And it set up a great story that we're going to get in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Loki, which, again, see, I like how all these shows set up future movies loki which sylvie damn sylvie sylvie just uh sylvie did you have to kill kang loki was trying to get you to chill out but you went to the extreme it is what it is and that's setting up quantum mania then we have um hmm Falcon and Winter Soldier. Great buddy cop show. Very cool. Loved it. And that set up Captain America 4, which Sam is now the new Captain America. And also, the Dark Avengers were set up in that show, so that's even that's even a bigger deal. So maybe there'll be a... Hmm. That makes me think with No Way Home, could there possibly be a Dark Avengers without Norman Osborn? We'll see. We'll see. And what if, again, these shows set up so much for the movies 
that you can't help but glaze over. You, you can't glaze over any of them. What if set up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness as well? And we're getting Defender Strange in Multiverse of Madness. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's all over the place. Defender Strange is in the movie. Hyped. Hyped. And Defender Strange is one of the best episodes within the What If show. Besides Marvel Zombies, which is getting its own show in 2022. Late 2022, early 2023. And the last show, Hawkeye. You know I love some Hawkeye. Not Clint. Not Clint. Kate Bishop, who was the star of the show throughout it, killed it from beginning to end whenever she was on screen. I love Haley Steinfeld, so Hawkeye was just top-notch tier with me. That pretty much sums up. Oh, crap. Okay, wait a minute. Forgetting a show. DC Titans. Season three. It was okay. It wasn't the best season. Season two was good, barring what happened at the end of it. But season three was okay. Uh, a lot of great character introduction with Red Hood. I like the little twist on Scarecrow. My, one of my favorite characters is back. We lost the character within the show. It's a mixed bag. So if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. It is what it is. But 2022, <laughs> baby. Ooh. Ooh, there's so much content coming out in 2022. We have the Batman, which is literally three months away, two months away. Literally two months away. And I was skeptical when they announced Robert Pattinson to play Batman. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to be like, I was excited from the beginning, and it's going to be a great movie, and I don't know what you guys are talking about. It feels like whenever they cast someone as Batman, they have to live up to what the previous ones did beforehand. And not all of them were great. George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Um, but Robert Pattinson has put in the work. He has done amazing with his regimen. He's already a good actor because I've seen a lot of his indie stuff pop up and everyone's saying it's really, really good. And he has taken the Batman role very seriously. So let's see what he does. The trailers, he looks great. And Zoe Kravitz is Selena Kyle. She's not Catwoman yet. She is Selena Kyle. From the minute they cast her, I was fine with it. And from what I've seen with her in the trailers and what I'm hearing from other people or seeing on the internet, she is going to run with this movie. It feels like a lot of female characters seem to be running away with these movies and taking away from the male stars, which I have not an issue with at all. Kind of want it to happen the majority of the time. Um... Let's see. Who else is in that movie? Uh, the Rithers approach is going to be a little different. Paul Dino is taking this and making it a very horror-based version of the Riddler. Really dark and scary and spooky, which I'm all for. I feel this is a mix of 
zero year since it's Batman at his infancy when he's maybe been Batman for like a year or two. And if you haven't read Zero Year, it's one of the best stories within the New 52. So check that one out. Um, who the hell is playing Oswald Cobblepot? Who's playing Penguin again? Colin Farrell. Yes, Colin Farrell's in it. And he is going to be the Penguin. And eh, I, I guess it's going to be like a mobster portrayal. Whatever. Cool. And... There is an interesting character that has not been mentioned yet. I know Carmine Falcone's in the movie as well. So let's see what he does. I always mess up his name, but I know him from other movies that I've seen him in, like Do the Right Thing. John Totoro. I'm not going to look it up right now. But he's in it, and he is a great actor. So I'm going to see what he's going to do with Carmine Falcone. The next movies that we're going to talk about that are on my radar and it's probably well morbius was on my radar but that's not happening right away and i'm the more you keep talking about this movie and the more it keeps getting delayed i'm just not as interested as i thought i was going to be and that's okay it's not going to be the best movie probably i'm only seeing it because Michael Keaton's involved as the Vulture. There's some Spider-Man references. I want to see if it ties into what the events of No Way Home had. And eh, it's okay. I'll I'll wait wait and see the final product. Of course, Multiverse of Madness is coming. So that's one of the big Marvel movies in 2022. Excited to see that. We got America Chavez making her debut. We have Night Nurse making her debut. No, not Night Nurse from Hawkeye. I mean, from not Hawkeye, from Daredevil. Night Nurse, who made her debut in Doctor Strange 1, will be making her appearance. We also have Mordo returning. We have Defender Strange. And if you haven't watched What If, please go check it out so you get a little bit of a background on who Defender Strange is. And it plays with what the hell Doctor Strange has done in No Way Home and pretty much what everybody's done within the MCU in breaking the universe. And from what they're saying, the cameos in this movie are going to blow people's minds. There's rumors of Chris Evans is going to be in the movie, but he's not going to be Captain America. He's going to be Human Torch. Um, Hugh Jackman's attached. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield might be coming back. Uh, both both Professor X's will be making their turn return to the movie. I always think of that Deadpool joke where he at, where uh, they talk about yeah we're taking to the professor, and he says the two actors who played like which one. But there's so many cameos in this movie. I'm just hyped for it. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Is there any other movies? Oh, shut up. Shut up, Wade. Wow. Okay. I almost forgot about this movie, too. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was legit one of my favorite movies of 2019 into 2020. And I still hold it in such a high regard. I will always love that movie. 
and it finally 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 we got the trailer maybe two weeks before no way home was supposed to come out and it's spider-man into the spider-verse beyond i gotta look up the title i have to now spider-man into the spider-verse across the spider-verse Yes, Spider-Man just in Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So it's a two-parter. And it's coming out October 2022. I'm excited to see who's going to be in it. All The only characters we know that are confirmed so far is Spider-Man 2099 and Miles and Gwen. So hmm, that's all we know. That's all we're going to know probably until maybe I feel midsummer we'll probably get something. I know I know who's been cast so far. Issa Rae will be playing Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew. Uh Jake Johnson will be returning cuz he's probably going they're probably going to have to form some team to go up against something bigger. I'm hoping it's um more Loon. I hope more Loon is in this movie. He's the big bad in this movie. That it ha- it's so big that you have to make it a two-parter because if you haven't read Spider-Verse, I keep making references to comic books people should read. If you haven't read Spider-Verse, please go check that out. It is one of the dopest comics ever. Sorry, guys. Had a bit of an internet delay. Damn. But yeah, Spider-Man, no, Spider-Man, no way on wow. See? Spider-Man on the brain. Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse Part 1. So many different spiders are going to pop up. We got a few great spiders in the first movie. Let's see what spiders they bring in. I would love to see Spider, Spider-UK. I would love to see maybe them bring in Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. Just for purposes. Because Tom Holland has said thousands of times he was supposed to be like a quick spot in the movie and he even filmed stuff for it but they pulled him from it don't know why that is what it is and one of the biggest things i am looking forward to in 2022 before we close out hmm the video games the video games. We got to touch on two big video games that I am legit like ugh, about. No, three. Crap. Because they just announced one at the gaming awards. Wonder Woman, which is coming to all systems. Spider-Man 2, which is a PlayStation exclusive, PS5 exclusive, where we get Miles and Peter going up against Venom and Craven the Hunter. And... Gotham Knights, which we learned about in 2020, and it's dropping this year, finally, 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 where we get to see the Bat family take on the Court of Owls. Three games I'm hyped for, three games I'm excited for. Can't wait for them to come out. I'm going to be playing them. I'm still playing Guardians of the Galaxy, which I got as a wedding gift. And um, just a fun fun time to be a nerd, to be in geek culture, to be enjoying these things throughout pop culture. But uh, guys and gals, time for me to wrap this up. 
gotta go gotta head out gotta live lavish gotta do lavish things gotta enjoy the lavish life but once again i'm wade elson the podcast prince if you'd like to follow me you can follow me on twitter at wade elson you can follow this podcast that you are currently listening to on instagram at the most lavish pod you can also follow every single podcast within this network on at fourth wall pop on twitter and at fourth wall pop network on instagram you can follow such amazing shows which are on this lovely network that you're listening to on your podcast streaming platform we have views from up here we have pop pop culture collective we have the crossroads we have the smoking jays my show pop sports shorts i feel like i'm always forgetting somebody else's show whenever we do this because there are so many shows oh getting grilled sorry john sorry john i forgot sorry mr john grill did not want to exclude you new normal wrestling which is another show on this network i am a part of shout out to the good brother bones and phil and dj maddie drip drip you can find us here and you can find us I'll leave the link below for everybody's uh, shows and things to check out. But once again, love you guys. This is the first episode. It's been a while since I've done a solo podcast by myself. Whew, it's nerve-wracking. It is very nerve-wracking. Maybe I'll have a guest next week just to bounce stuff off of it. It's, it's weird talking to yourself sometimes. But um, love you guys. Can't wait. I will see you next week with a brand new episode of The Most Lavish Podcast. I'm going to end this one like I usually do, with a peace, a salute, and I'm out. Later.